Marianne gives you all the insights of being a caregiver. Answering the most frequently asked question, what is it like to be a caregiver? Marianne speaks on her role, responsibilities, experiences and all the information you need to know about being a caregiver. Listen in for some fresh and thoughtful content. Yeah. Hi guys, I'm Miriam and I'm guessing most of you guys already know me. For those of you who don't, uh, you know me now. Well, this is about a question that I've been very very frequently asked. What is it like to be a caretaker or how is it you enjoy being a caretaker? Let me set a background for those of you who don't know me. I've been a caretaker for the last 8 and a half years. I've been married to a wonderful soul who's unfortunately a victim for renal failure we've been on dialysis since 2012 we've undergone two transplants one in the year 2015 and the other in the year 2019 well that's my background and before i proceed i would like to say a big thank you for those of you who actually recognize me playing this role really well and always reminding me and complimenting me for the strength and the intelligence i have for playing this role. I think this is actually dedicated to you guys because um when I've been frequently asked this question, you know, what is it like to be a caretaker? How do we become better at it? I find it very difficult to articulate a response, so, you know, I'm never satisfied with the response I would give uh, to the other person. So I took some time out to give a structure of what I've been doing for so many years. I will be sharing a lot of information in my caretaking journey. However the purpose is to share three basic let me call it secrets that I follow to be a better caretaker. So the first thing I think uh, from from day number 1 I think uh, I realized that it's important to have two different lives altogether. Let's call it life A and life B. So I as a person as a caretaker live two different lives. And I also think it's important for the deceased one or the sick one to also have these two different lives. Now, what is a path A life look like for me as a caretaker? Is the various different roles and the identities that I represent. Now, me as a as a as a woman is a great mom, is a wonderful friend. I think a daughter, a sister. I'm a working professional. I'm a public speaker. I wear so many different titles. and i play so many different characters in a day that identifies me and that's what my path a life looks like my path b life is me as a caretaker that's about it and i see these two paths as completely two different paths and my day to day life is just about me living a very normal life that is path a i do remember i'm a caretaker in my day to day life and you do basically whatever is it required essentially for me to play that role without over uh, improvising or or diving too much into it unwantedly so i just live a very normal life however these two lives run parallel to each other and at regular paths there's intersections and this is when episodes arise and these episodes in my case could be problems due to dialysis or or problems due to immunity or or maybe problems due to transplant uh, post transplant problems or whatever it is so when that uh, issue crops up it's an intersection where it is the only point of time that both my parallel lives actually intersect with each other 
and that intersection lasts until and unless the problem or the issue that i'm facing is solved and that could be a few hours could be a few days could be a few months it could differ from incidents to incidents but the moment uh, the episode is over and we are out of it we actually snap back immediately into our regular lives that is path eight and i would just carry on my normal life so me being able to visually see these two paths as two different paths i think made it extremely easy for me to live a normal day to day life and and really excel in whatever i do and i most often hear from a lot of caretakers that they don't see this as two different things and they have this uh, one life and they complicate their day to day lives and the caretaking lives as the same life and they kind of mix up both and very often they find their emotions getting displaced and they find it very difficult to snap back to a place where they want to just lead normal lives so one thing that i do is like i said i've got two different paths and i think it's the best thing i've done for myself my family uh, my husband and everybody around me part number 2 of the life that i live is part a on the life that my loved one lives that this one who's sick is also part a to give you some uh, some examples of what i mean like when we were under dialysis we were not like i said we were under dialysis since 2012 we never let the whole dialysis process kind of control our life completely we have done dialysis across the country goa bangalore kerala pondicherry then it would go on and on but this was done always with the consultation of the doctors and with the support of the doctors like when we were in nephroplast whichever centers nephroplast was tied up out of chennai those are the places we'll visit for a holiday and please note this was done under the consultation of the doctors and uh, we cannot do this uh, take those calls on our own and our holiday destinations were also chosen based on the places we could visit and sumit could undergo normal dialysis and our di- our holidays would not be two days series our holidays would be two weeks three weeks only because there were alternate days of dialysis that sumit really couldn't go out and have fun so we don't didn't even count those days as holidays we always had long holidays or post another incident post transplant we were one year post our first transplant and we be backpacked to vietnam for a month or maybe a little more than a month and we knew what we should be careful about that is water and food and we kept that in mind and we 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 planned our entire holiday in mind based on that factor so that we could have a safe and healthy holiday as well so um, i always got sumit to live this very normal life of mine and i often hear from a lot of people saying that the caretaker lives more of the sick one's life and the whole relationship the whole functioning of the family is always around the disease is always playing around the dialysis is always playing around whatever is the prop ups of the disease and the discussions everything that you talk about at home is just around the disease and that is something that consciously i never let happen and over a point of time sumit became so comfortable living the this normal life that even him for him life of dialysis was was just um, okay it didn't really matter to him at all sometimes and in fact i can actually tell you that we have some crazy times and some and some extremely excitement times during the period of dialysis so 
That was point number two that I wanted to tell you guys about. Point number three, I think it's a very important point. And if you're a caretaker, you got to ask yourself, do you feel guilty celebrating your life? Or do you feel guilty living a normal life? I often see a lot of caretakers feeling extremely guilty for celebrating their own lives or even living a normal life for themselves or just taking a break. And I think they're being extremely unfair to themselves. And I think if you cannot be nice to yourself and if you cannot love yourself, you cannot love another person. And that's the basic rule of love. So let me tell you what do I mean by celebrating my life or just enjoying me being myself. On um, a normal day or um, a day that has an incident that happens, I kind of prioritize things and I know things that I can control and things I don't control. On a normal day, I just go about doing stuff that makes me excel as a person and I feel extremely proud of everything I do. And I pamper myself. There are days I probably want to go somewhere and Sumir cannot come to that somewhere for whatever reason. I would still go there and I would do it and I would have my fun. And I would actually bring that excitement home. And uh, and one thing I was sure is that for the kind of healthy environment that we're in, Sumir used to be very happy for me going out and doing that stuff and happy that I had my fun. There are times that I'm aware that he really wants to be a part of that fun. But for all practical reasons, he cannot be a part of it. And I don't deny myself that pleasure when I want to do it. That's something that I feel a lot of people find difficult. Even the same thing applies to my kids. My kids will probably want to do something and they want to go to a place. But unfortunately, it's not a place that Sumit could be in or visit. Sumit will encourage me to take my children and we will just go out and we will just have our fun. And we will bring the excitement back home and we'll share the stories and whatever happened. Even to take it a further notch higher, there would be times that uh, we would be in the middle of an extremely traumatic situation and I would come back from the hospital because to my kid and somebody would relieve me to stay with Sumir. And it would be such a bad day. And I would just give a call home and tell my caretakers, you know, can you get the kids ready? And I would just reach home. I would dress up, put on my makeup, take my two kids, just go out for a dinner, have a drink, have a meal, have some fun with my kids, play some games with them, just relax myself and come back home. I don't really get into what is happening at the hospital. Is everything okay? Because I do know those are the things that I don't control. And what I control is myself giving my family and giving myself that good time where I can actually put back pieces of myself that are broken or get myself back together. So that is something that I constantly do in my life. And I don't feel bad or don't feel guilty doing this stuff for myself. And I believe this is what has helped me show up at my best in worst circumstances, in most uncertain situations and traumatic situations. I've always showed up at my best with that broad smile on my face because of this break that I gave myself of being nice to myself and celebrating my own life first. So these are the three foremost basic things I do as a caretaker. Like I said, this is what has worked for me. It may work for you. I hope it works for you. Or maybe you have a better secret. If you do, then please share it with me. I would be really excited and happy to know something that's worked for you. And probably I would try to use it in my life if it does. Thank you very much, guys. And um, I say bye right now. Yeah. 